Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. This guy just called the Buccaneers and the Lions. He's getting ready for the Olympics, among other things. He's a bon vivant in the sports world. He is Mike Tirico joining us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. Mike, always good to have you on the program. How you doing? Guys, nice to catch up. Sorry it's been so long, but uh, it's good to hear your voices, and I hope everybody's doing well. How does it feel now that football is sort of officially shut down for you? <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, this is always that uh, week of your return to reality. Matter of fact, I'm just just coming back from running some errands and doing some uh, work outside the house here. It's getting back in touch with uh, the realities of the world. But uh, fun season. You know, it's 20, gosh, 21 weeks, I guess, straight that we're on the road and uh, you're on the road from Thursday night or Friday morning until Monday morning when you do a Sunday night game. And uh, it's it's a lot on the road, but it's a lot of fun. I love the guys and gals we do this with. So, Can you, can you put into words how loud that place was, Ford Field, on Sunday? Yeah, you know, we often say uh, it was one of the best atmospheres that I've been in and this and that. It it truly was. Uh, you know, the, the first game – had a little bit something different because of Matthew Stafford, a Georgia kid uh, growing up and going to college there. His return was really a, a passion point that I think raised the intensity and the energy in the stadium to a level I've never experienced there, uh, for sure. And on top of that, 32 years of not making the playoffs uh, and getting a win, uh, and especially with the home game, it's been so long. So... That was one part. I don't think it was as intense at the start of the game against the Bucks last week, but it got there, and it was a factor, too. No doubt about whether it's timeouts that were used, communication, uh, all that stuff, energy, positive for the team. I thought those fans were terrific, and uh, they, they kind of showed out and helped their team get to the championship game for the first time since 91, which is pretty crazy. Mike, this seems so easy to say because they are winning and in a place where they haven't been in a long time. But the fit of head coach and city on top of everything else, I don't, I don't know if I remember a coach fitting a city that needed him more than anything maybe I've seen in sports. Yeah, it, it, it's a right fit, you know. And, gosh, you guys probably have, you know, talked about it uh, <laughs> to, to the ends of the earth with what's the right fit for this team right now in Atlanta there. You know, Dan was a good fit for a variety of reasons. I'd say number one was he had played here. And he was here in the season when the team was winless. So he knew the market, knew the marketplace, and knew that who he was, which is a little unique and different compared to other NFL head coaches, would be a good fit. So if he had a vision for building something, he knew that this would kind of be the right place to do it. And I thought we saw that play out. I think I told the story in the opener uh, when they played Kansas City, but it bears repeating. Uh, Dan was with Sean Payton as his associate head coach in New Orleans. Their season was going on. They beat the Bears in a wild card game. Dan went back to the house, watched the film, then left went to the hotel to prepare to do one of those Monday morning Zoom interviews that you all are all too familiar with the last couple of weeks. 
And Dan just looked right in the Zoom meeting when it started. He got right up close to the camera and said, I want this blanking job. And you could just tell from the first words he had to the Lions leadership, this was a job he wanted. So he saw this as a fit. And damn, it has been a hell of a fit. I mean, just seeing the celebration in the locker room after the victory over the Rams and then the victory over the Buccaneers pretty much, you know, tells you all you need to know about the guy. He's genuine and his team, they they rally around him because he is genuine. What you see is what you get. Right. That genuine and real thing is so often strived for and so rarely achieved, um, whether it's the head coach or NFL a college guy, you know, uh, living in Michigan, I saw Rich Rodriguez, who I always thought was a good football coach, especially the run he was on at that point. I saw Rich become the head coach at Michigan, and it just wasn't a fit. He just didn't fit the alumni base, the history and tradition, the style of play. Jim Harbaugh came back in here a few years after that and was a fit, and it worked. So people who are in business, people who are, in corporate America, you guys know, you guys have been working together for a long time. Sometimes things fit, and it makes it so much easier for people to be great when it does. And I think that's one of the big reasons that Detroit is one of the last four teams standing in the NFL. So what do you think Atlanta needs? I'm not asking you to rumor. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd ask you about Rich McKay and the pyramid of power if you want to talk about it on top of that. But what does Atlanta need in your opinion? Yeah, it's, it's a great question because... You step back for a couple minutes and say, okay, you've got the support at the top. You've got people who've been around the NFL, right? So you have you have all of that. So what is what is that missing ingredient? I, I think I would lean towards a more proven coach right now because you've got a good roster. This is not let's tear it down to the studs and start building with draft picks and, you know, bring in, like Seattle did, hundreds of guys for tryouts and let's just rebuild this whole organization. I, I think that those things are in place. To me, it's who can get me a quarterback in here who can make these talented young offensive players on rookie contracts with a good offensive line, who can make that thing max out that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be the offensive wizard or genius but it has to be somebody who can come in and hire and empower that person to play winning football so i don't know enough since we haven't had the falcons the last couple of years <laughs> i can't sit there and say that there is a culture problem or that the team is not fundamentally sound or there's a there's a lack of connectivity in the organization it was there you know when dan quinn was there there was organizational um, connection, top to bottom. I, I, I thought everybody was rowing in the same direction, bringing in the same kind of players. Having not been in the building for a couple of years, I'd, I'd be, you know, it'd be like the guys who are on TV on the, in the morning when they say that they're experts on everything. No, there's, there's some stuff you don't know. <laughs> You're not there. You don't know. Don't throw an opinion in. Can, um, I, can I ask I, this, though? I, how do you feel about the idea, and we've talked to a couple of guys about this, when you've never had the big boy headsets on, you've been up in the booth and you've watched the game from up there, but now you have to not only watch it from yeah. the field, mm -hmm. red flag in yeah. your back pocket, go, no, go. How are you going to handle the clock? It is amazing right. that you can't simulate any of that to figure out if a guy's going to be able to handle that part of the game. And Dan, and Dan Campbell didn't, right? Three years ago, Dan Campbell was doing it for the first time. 
went three thirteen and one, and then was one and five. They opened zero and ten the start of his run, and they patiently got there. Right now, the roster may not have been there to perform to a better record, but he has figured that out, and he has stayed true to his vision of I'm going to be aggressive. I mean, people forget a ten ten game with. 18 minutes and 52 seconds left in the game. Four minutes, under four minutes left in the third quarter last week. Down at the one, kick a field goal, take a 13-10 lead. So they went for it. And they went for it and they handed the ball to a guy who hasn't had a carry since week eight. And Craig Reynolds has scored a touchdown. So he has stayed true to exactly who he is. So even though you haven't had the big boy headset on, I love that line, that's okay. As long as you have a plan and that's one that you're going to stick to, then you'll know what you're hiring when you go in. So I wouldn't say it has to be somebody with experience. I I personally think the Belichick thing would be a fit right now there. I really do because the credibility level goes up. Look, the defense, the defense New England played this year was really, really good, really, really good without a bunch of all pros on the defensive side. If somebody came in and ran the offense to match that defense with the experience of a guy who never, ever, ever gets outcoached or out uh, outplanned in a game, I'd take that in a heartbeat but if do you, you want to win right now. But do you think he's really reporting to anybody, including Rich McKay? That's not a fit. He's going to want total control, one would think, autonomy. Uh, well, do, do, we, do, we, do we know that for sure? No, Are I mean, we don't. Point? Right. Are you at the point in your career where you would say, you know what, I'll work with somebody on the personnel. So I'll give up some of the personnel stuff as long as it's somebody who we can work with, somebody who we know, somebody who has experience in the league and a track record. That's what I'm saying. If you want to buy into that, that's a pretty easy buy into, right? If he doesn't want to, then you've got to make a decision. Am I going to get my whole franchise over when I feel like it's ready right now? And that might be what they're wrestling with right now. I'm just saying if they... If there's if there's a willingness, look, I think Bill wants to set the record for the most wins. Mm-hmm. I think he'd like to go to a team that is, and there are many options at this point. I think he'd love to go to a team that has a chance to win right away, and I think this fits. And I think a coach who's been, as you all know better than anybody, been to Super Bowls, won championships, and his teams almost always play good defense and get better as the year goes on, it sounds sounds like a fit to me with where the roster is right now. Yeah, as I wanna... opposed to let's figure this out. Let's figure out how to be a head coach on the fly here. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Yeah, I, we'll, shift to the, we'll shift to the second. Five years, think about how five years can change. Five years ago, you would have fired your coach. I would have fired my coach to get Bill Belichick in. Now I'm not even sure who wants to interview him. It, it, it is interesting, right? But, but I think a lot of that has to do with 
you know, how many years will he be continue to be coaching? He's 72. Is he going to coach for three years, four years? What, what are you looking at as opposed to everybody wants to hire Mike Tomlin here for 20, John Harbaugh here for 18, Kyle Shanahan, you know, the guys who carved their name in the door, right, who were there for a long time. But this league changes fast, faster than ever. You know, Mike, Mike Canales, I mean, honestly, 13 months ago, People didn't know outside of Seattle, Mike Canales, maybe they knew his name if they were in NFL circles. And now he's going to be a head coach. He's going to be a head coach of a team that's got a number one pick from last year, a quarterback, right? And, and he was the coordinator for one year on a Bucks team that played Carolina in week 18 and scored, as you guys well know, nine points against Carolina. It's not like they were walking up and down the field. And now he's getting hired as the head coach of that team. Right? So forget five years ago, five minutes ago. All right. Um, the 20-year-old version of you, you go to Syracuse, but you're a New York guy, you go to Syracuse. How often had you been on a plane? And I'm going somewhere with this. How often? Were you okay. a traveler at all? Were you no, before you were no, in college? No. Okay. So if no, I would have told the... Times max. Okay. If I would have told the 20-year-old version of you, you're going to uh-huh. be flown to Paris, and you're going to be leading the charge of an Olympics that's going to be held in Paris... Um, what would the 20-year-old version of you have said? Uh, the 20-year-old version would ask the 40-year-old version of me, do you think that's possible? That's mm-hmm. stupid. That's insane. I mean, you know, when, when I was 10 years into, you know, 15 years, let's go deeper, my time at ESPN, I just started doing Monday Night Football. I was like, there's no way, right? This is this is Monday Night Football. And then did a decade of that and even at that point, you're not thinking about, you know, hosting the Olympics. The, the Olympics for, you know, people of our age and certainly the young, athlete, young athletes who are involved in the sports that intersect with the Olympics, the Olympic Games are special. Uh, they're the one gathering of the world that still happens with, with joy and happiness. I know there's commercialism and amateurism was a part of the Olympics and that's gone and all that stuff, but the world actually comes together and enjoys being together and seeing each other at the Olympics. Where else does that happen on our planet? So my guess you, is by your age, yeah. though, the 76 Olympics are probably the first 72 because of Munich yeah. and everything. Went on, but I'm assuming 76 is your first sort of Olympic memory. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very minimal memories of 72 other than knowing something serious was going on right. and not understanding the impact of. But uh, 76 for sure. And at that time, like, boxing's a big sport. Right. When Sugar Ray Leonard and those guys, as you went through there, you know, and then that follows up with Lake Placid you know, after, after that. And then Olympic boycotts. And all of a sudden, every Olympics had a big feel to it. And to be honest, the last three have been challenged because they've been in Asia, and two of them have been during COVID. So it's been uh, something that really has kind of, I don't want to say, gone out of, away from the American sports page, but it hasn't been as stopped the world as it once was. And I think Paris, L.A., over the next two Olympic Games, will help contribute to a return to the Olympics back to that kind of luster. Do you think we're more cynical as a society as well? Because Olympic heroes, I mean, we talked about the past Olympics and Mary Lou Retton and being on the cover of the Wheaties box. It doesn't right. seem to have the same cachet. For you had to work reason. for a living. Like you had to work for a living trying to qualify for the Olympics on top of everything else. And uh, you know, you, we've talked about Arthur Blank. And Home Depot was one of the places that helped support Olympians over time, and and several several national stores like that. Yeah, I, 
look, I'll just take your sentence. I think we're more cynical as human beings, period. We, we, we can't even watch news coverage and know what isn't opinion-driven news, right? We, we, we can't even tell people the truth and believe it anymore in, in, in the realm of news. It's, you know, our, our degradation of society is frightening when you really step back and look at who we were 20 years ago. Everybody's got to be angry and opinionated, and you know, the, the ability to get along is a challenge for so many folks. On the sports side, you said it. You know, there was, a, there was an innocence to sports, and whether it's doping or drugs or cheating scandals or this or that, you know, there's there's just some negativity. Go go to even uh, Tanya Hardy and Mary and, um, and and Nancy Kerrigan, right? I mean, there have been so many things that have happened along the way. Yet I will say that meeting the athletes, like you're you're warmed by Katie Ledecky, who doesn't live to be a celebrity. She lives to swim and loves what she accomplishes and can appreciate that there's somebody in Australia named Ariana Titmus who's a tremendous swimmer and who's inspired by Ledecky and has a chance to beat her in these Olympic games. There's still some of that to the games, not as much as there once was, but it's still there. Mike, Nick has heard me say it. The greatest thing I've ever seen on TV was Franz Klammer in 76. I've never seen, it's two minutes. I've never seen anything better, and I'm 13 years old at the time. And I go back and watch that every couple of years just to make sure that I was right about it. And I was right about it. It was great. It was great. Frank Gifford and Bob Biatti called it, uh, they called it on tape, uh, but called it with the energy that they were seeing it for the first time. Uh, it's one of the extraordinary runs. And, you know, they, when you get to the Winter Olympics, the downhill has that. Heck, I mean, the people who live in Atlanta, well, I know who I'm talking to here, you know what the Olympics meant. It, Atlanta, which was a growing international uh, magnet of a city, became a world city when the Olympics came. So the Olympics still have that. And it still has some of that majesty and power. Uh, I, I think going to a place like Paris, that is a great co-star along with the games, will kind of give it some juice. I know, you know as we close the book on football, uh, we just did some Olympic meetings for the last two days, and I can't can't wait to get there. And that people in America, it'll be fun. Like it'll it'll be on live at two thirty in the afternoon. We're not holding events till prime time. So if there's a big event, you'll see it in the middle of the day, and then you'll see it again at night with different treatment. Uh, we're super excited about what we're going to be able to do and that people will be able to see everything uh, as it happens over there. Finishing up with Mike DiRico from NBC on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line, you bring up a great point. The Franz Klammer record was on tape. The Olympic yeah. victory over Russia on tape at Lake Placid. That's the beautiful thing now. Everything is going to be live. There's going to be an avenue to watch everything live now. Yeah, you know, uh, we talked a lot. There was so much attention on streaming and Peacock and the NFL playoff game that was on there. You know, if, if people bought Peacock or if they choose to subscribe during the year, you'll see every Olympic event live, like every single event. When, whenever you want, it's going to be there live. Um, but that's, that's the way the world has changed. So I think our presentation of the Olympics has had to evolve over time. And that means that, you know, 60% of the country isn't going to sit down and watch at 8 o'clock because a lot of them know the results. So they'll probably see it during the day and they'll see it online. And you know, if you want to come experience a great moment in sports, like somebody from America or your country winning a gold medal, you come see it. An Olympic gold medalist or an Olympian are two terms that kind of translate globally. Like you could be in a village in Africa 
and people know what an Olympic gold medalist means or is. And that's what that world becomes. For two or three minutes, you have a chance to change your life. And if you are human, you enjoy watching that. For me personally, getting to meet these people and watch them on their journey and getting to that moment is one of the most fulfilling things I've ever been involved with. And uh, I'm excited to go to all the Olympic trials and meet all these, you know, 20-something-year-old American boys and young men and young women and trying to figure out if they can be that next person. It's fun stuff, and I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of it, all for right. sure. Last thing again, your age. You watch Wide World of Sports, I'm assuming. You also sure, probably yeah. had a subscription to Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And it is... There's a lot of sad going on in the sports world when it comes to stuff that used to be. I don't want to sound like old guy, but there's yeah, a couple of things that are a little bit heartbreaking right now that it's not going yeah. the way that maybe it should. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I don't know if you guys talked about it during the week, but Peter King and his um, NBCSports.com football Monday in America, football morning in America coverage, he did, um, I saw he asked it. about 17 of us. Yeah. Did you guys talk about I, it? I, yeah, because I thought it was, I sent him a text saying, I think it's supposed Great. to be a coffee table book. If you're of a certain age, you, you've got two or three covers that pop into your head immediately. It, it, it was great. When, when I got the text from Peter's like, hey, can you do me a favor? I need a favor like three hours. Can you tell me what cover, you know, because of the SI news. And I'm like, boom, right away. I knew exactly, yeah. I knew what it used to be, which was Ray Knight and the Mets uh, when they beat the Red Sox in the World Series. And then when Syracuse won, it replaced it. And the Syracuse National Championship from 03 is still hanging in my bed, in, in our basement, I should say. And it's just one of the really cool cultural things for sports fans. And Peter then texted me Andy Reid's cover. And I'm like, oh, I, I'd love to see young Andy Reid with the Jack Lambert toothless face cover on his bedroom wall. It's like, suppo- that's what it's, we dreamed about. I would buy the coffee table book in a heartbeat if they asked 100 people coming from all different walks of life what your favorite Sports yeah. Illustrated cover is. be absolutely fabulous. So you guys, you guys dive into it. Go ahead. Knock it out. Get it done. All right, Domino. Uh, yeah. You've got a new got job. A lot of things on my mind. All right, <laughs> Mike, we'll see, if we can, we'll see if we can do that. Mike, thanks for uh, planting yeah. the seed. Appreciate the time. Hopefully we can talk again. If not, uh, enjoy yeah. Paris, and maybe we can talk when you get back. No, we'll, we'll, we'll connect between now and Paris for sure. Good luck with your coaching search, and uh, great, to ke- great to connect with you guys as thanks, always. Mike. Always appreciate it. Thank Open you. Open door always for that. Mike Tirico. Take care, Mike. Mike Tirico on the uh, Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, Alana, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 